Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Do-Over, episode six of Monday Mornings with Matthew Murray. And in three minutes, it will be a Monday morning with Matthew Murray. We're like three minutes to midnight here on Sunday night. Monday morning when you're enjoying this delightful ear candy just pouring right into you. People are wondering where the podcast was last week. And, well, quite frankly, life did not allow me to get it done. And seeing as it's my podcast, that's the way it happens sometimes. Uh, What's really hilarious is I'm pretty sure in one of Melissa's minutes, either one of the ones we've used already or one of the ones we've got coming up, uh, she's got like a big rant about she can't stand businesses that go into business and post their hours and post when they're going to be there and then they're not and they put on Facebook, oh, I had to close early today because I got the sniffles. So I'm pretty much playing right into her Melissa minute by uh, missing last week. I did record last week. Uh, We had some technical issues, uh, we had some content issues, and I just, quite frankly, wasn't on my game. So I decided not to release it. Uh, So if you were expecting your ad read last week, you will get it this week. But I'm here. I'm back. And you would think uh, now having two weeks, uh, I would have that much more to say. And uh, quite frankly, I don't. I really don't. No, I'm just kidding. Monday mornings with Matthew Murray here. Uh, Thrilled to be back on the airwaves talking into the vast empty blackness that is the internet. I want to say thank you very much to the listeners. We have a very consistent listener count for this show, which is amazing to me. So I get about the same number of listens for every show. So what that tells me is everyone who listens to the show enjoys it and comes back and listens to it again the following week. They just never enjoy it quite enough to ever want to tell anyone else about it. So... I'm just good enough to not get any bigger and not get any smaller. So if you're one of the listeners, uh, do me a favor and share the damn thing out once at least. Um, What do we got here? It's uh, the 29th of September coming up on uh, the beginning of October. Uh, Very excited. Uh, We'll get into a a whole lot of detail here, but uh, Melissa and I, we've been uh, advocating hard for Legal Shield. We're independent Legal Shield associates. And Legal Shield services finally come available in Saskatchewan October 1st. So we will be doing a whole bunch of promotion around that. We have got a launch party scheduled for October the 17th at the Capitol. Going to be a great event. Come down and see what all this hubbub is about. Long story short, quit paying ridiculously high hourly rates for legal assistance. You don't, oh, and I should mute my computer because there's my uh, warning for doing updates. But, I mean, you don't pay hourly at the doctor. Why are you paying hourly at the lawyer? Because both of them need the time to diagnose what you need correctly. One's getting paid on the clock, one's not. So uh, that's Legal Shield in a nutshell. I um, went, I had another episode of Fatty School. I went down to the, uh, just do some follow-ups on some previous stories. Um, I did get a bit of complaining that I was fat shaming a little bit on my Fatty School episode. And uh, if you were the one of the ones offended, um, well, fuck you, really. Because uh, I'm talking about myself as much as it is anybody else. I'm the one in fatty school. I'm the one trying to do things better. I'm the one being challenged by all of this. And I'm the one going through it. So I can say whatever the hell I want. Uh, but I did go down to Regina, and now I'm on the clock. Uh, they gave me, they tested everything, my mobility, uh, make sure I can do a knee bend, make sure I can walk down the hall back and forth. They went over my nutrition. They went over a whole bunch of other stuff. And now I've got three months, three months to prove that I can be a good boy, go to the gym a few times a week and show enough improvement that I'm not an absolute waste of a surgery. And then we'll go forward from there. So uh, 
I don't want to revisit the food topic uh, in great detail, but I will just say um, food in general is now such a ridiculously high anxiety subject for me that I have just stopped eating entirely. Uh, I actually have not had a bite of solid food in three days now. Here we just hit midnight, so three solid days now. Uh, I'm on a food replacement product, which is called Soylent, which I know is a terrible name. They they went with the Soylent Green reference. It was a bad decision like 10 years ago, and now they're stuck with it. But uh, Soylent, if you want to do a bit of Googling, uh, the long story short of Soylent is there once was a computer engineer nerd who got tired of having to stop work to eat. So he just broke down all of the chemical components in a balanced diet, figured that your stomach doesn't really care whether it's getting 200 calories from a brownie or 200 calories from a carrot. 200 calories is 200 calories. And if we can chemically design exactly what our body needs in terms of balanced nutrients, fats, carbs, protein, uh, vitamins, minerals, why can't we just put that in a powdered form and uh, drink it? It's very much the Jetsons. If you ever watch the Jetsons, they eat a pill and they go, oh, I just had a huge meal. It's very much the same thing. I the, the, the number of grams you mix into water equals the number of calories. So I have had three days. I've had exactly 1,600 calories. I've had four 400-calorie uh, glasses of Soylent uh, four times a day. And I'm feeling pretty darn good. I tell you, I've dropped about seven pounds so far. Um, when your body realizes that no solid food's coming in anymore, it sort of takes all of those things that it was going to get around to digesting and finally digests them. So it's been rather unpleasant in some ways. Uh, a lot of stomach gurgles and uh, I can't trust a fart to save my life. But yeah, I'm back on the liquid diet, 100%. And uh, I have really enjoyed this. It's always a bit of a transition to get it going, but when it goes, you feel really good. Um, first off, you just feel a little bit lighter because there's no actual solid food in your gut. Um, and the time gathering is, the time saving is a big factor of it. I tell you, I'm working ridiculously hard here trying to get Christmas gigs, trying to get Legal Shield off the ground. Uh, having a meal only take a few minutes is uh, pretty cool. Uh, on the doctor's advice, I'm, I used to just chug it. I used to just slam back 400 calories and bam, get back to my work. But now I'm sipping it, which is uh, helping the diet and helping the hunger a little bit. So yeah, uh, if you know anybody else who hasn't eaten a solid bite of food in the last few days, I'd be surprised. So I'm doing that and uh, cleaning the house and cleaning the office out of all the snack treats and all that type of stuff. So there's the update on fatty school. Uh, I can do a small update. I did a tirade in my last blog about how ridiculous politics are and how you shouldn't participate. You shouldn't vote. And what happens? I go away for two weeks and the prime minister gets caught doing blackface. Oh yeah, this is totally about the people. These are, this is an elected representation of the best needs of the people. Just proving everything I said, right. There is not one person sitting in the government of Ottawa thinking, what do the people of my constituency need right now just isn't happening so i love to be proven right um i'm gonna do a couple of melissa minutes through this broadcast so i just wanted to give you those updates say we're happy to be back here i'm gonna run a melissa minute now here then i'll be back with lots more content here this week thank you very much for coming back hi everyone melissa murray here with your melissa minute now as I mentioned in previous podcasts, I myself have been a very successful business owner. I have worked 
in retail for over 25 years of my existence on this planet. That's a long fucking time, considering I'm only 39. Well, I'm not 39 yet. I'll be 39 next month. But I have 25 years retail experience. So I know a thing or two about retail. And let me tell you, I don't know what the fuck people are thinking. Anybody goes into business. Like people that know nothing about retail. People that know nothing about business. Like, don't get me wrong. I didn't know a lot about business. Like I had worked retail, so I knew a lot on like the end of the worker, but I didn't know much about being a boss. I didn't know much about running a business, about all the paperwork and accounting stuff and, you know, the CRA stuff. Like that's a lot of shit to know and a lot of important shit to know. But I researched, you know, like before I went into business, my husband and I, we researched the markets, you know, we did a lot of business. Well, I didn't. He did a lot of business analysis stuff, a lot of like fucking pie charts and growth charts and whatever kind of freaking charts and Excel spreadsheets. He put numbers in things. I don't even know what he did, but he did a lot of research before we actually went into business. So we kind of knew what we were getting into. I swear to God, these people have no fucking clue. And for some reason, they open a business. I don't know who the fuck is giving them money or if they're just some rich fucks that just have like a ton of cash and they're like, what should we do today? I don't know. Want to open a business? All right. What kind? I don't know. I'm kind of hungry. How about a restaurant? Sure. Like, what are these people thinking? Here, here's my example. Now, as you know, I scroll Facebook a lot. There's a couple of businesses here in Saskatoon, local businesses, small businesses. I'm not going to name them because that's just rude. Like, again, I'm not trying to call people out specifically. I'm just doing a general, you know, a, a general discussion here. But this one business, I don't know how long they've been open, but I've been watching their posts on Facebook quite a bit. And constantly, things like, I'm going to be opening late today. Uh, I'm going to be closed for the next hour for lunch. Um, I'm going to close early because I have banking to do. Uh, I'm going to close early because it's been really slow today and there's not a lot of customers. Like, all this shit. I'm sorry, but if you're a fucking business and you have posted business hours, you better fucking be open those posted business hours. Because you know what? If I'm someone and I'm like, oh, well, it says they're open till nine o'clock tonight. I'm going to take my time and go down to their store and shop in their store. And I get there and your store is closed because you felt like going home early. That's bullshit. You need to put in the work if you're going to have a business. If you're not going to put in the fucking work, guess what? You're not going to have the clientele. You're not going to have the customers. You're not going to have the cash flow from people buying your shit. And then what's funny is these people, they don't fucking get that. So when they're not making money, they go on Facebook and they do a little rant of, you know, I don't know what, what, why, you know, I mean, things have been really slow lately. I don't know what's going on. You know, do you guys want me to bring in more stuff? Do you like, I don't understand, you know, what's happening here. What's happening is you're not open. People can't fucking shop on your shelves because you close whenever you fucking want to or open whenever you fucking want to. And you're wasting people's time 
who want to come shop and then they get there and you're closed. Like if you're going to have posted hours, be open. Occasionally, if there's like an extreme emergency and you can't get to your store, I understand that, but not every fucking day. Now, what I find funny about this is the one business in particular that has been constantly posting all these things, guess what? They just posted, they're closing down their store. Gee, why do you think that is? And another thing, they don't take fucking responsibility. I know I've talked about taking responsibility on a past post, guys. It's important. But no, he goes off on this, oh, you know, I'm going to close the business because I really put a lot of time and thought into what I need as a person. And I have this awesome opportunity to, you know, go to greener pastures and, and do what I want to do. And blah, like this whole poetic bullshit of why he's closing his store. No, guess what? Bottom line, you're closing your fucking store because you're not making any fucking money and you're not making any fucking money because you're never fucking open. Have some integrity. Be open when you say you're going to fucking be open. Or guess what? You may not have a business to go to the next day, which this guy just figured out. This has been a Melissa Minute. Thanks for listening. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, I, I knew she had recorded that Melissa Minute, and I didn't realize that it was the very next one. Yeah. So that's exactly what I did. I held off recording an episode of the podcast just so I could give an amazing example of the type of behavior that really makes her mad. Actually, I could probably give a lot of examples of my behavior that make her mad, but uh, that's not probably a good idea to get documented and out on the open. So yeah, thank you very much for Melissa for letting us know your opinion about business. This technically is not a business. Until I get paid, I'm not a business. So this is a hobby. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, that kind of hurt. Uh, before I go any further, I just want to say, hey guys, uh, if you're listening to this here on Monday, September the 31st or shortly thereafter, we got a very big event here on October the 3rd, this Thursday, the Howling with Laughter uh, for New Hope Dog Rescue. Uh, ticket sales have not been ideal, and all of the money is going to help happy little dogs. Well, dogs that are not happy and need to become happy, finding wonderful lives after being foster cared and given the, the medical treatment they require and then put with loving families. Uh, New Hope Dog Rescue does amazing work, and I'm very proud to be associated with them. And uh, we will be doing an event here this Thursday, October the 3rd. Uh, the website, uh, new village, uh, new hope dog rescue.org slash LOL. Uh, you can buy your tickets online or we will sell them at the door. So this Thursday night. So even if, uh, you're not necessarily planning on attending yourself, uh, spread the word. Cause I mean, they're, it's puppies. I'm going to make you laugh and you're going to help puppies. What, what better an event could you possibly go and support? Um, going to change topics here for now. Uh, like most men, I try to keep my wife happy. And, uh, uh, well, I don't mean most men try to keep my wife happy. I mean, it doesn't take multiple men to keep my, I, I'm not saying my wife wants multiple men. I'm not even going down that road. I don't even know why you bring that up in conversation. What I'm saying is I, like most married men, like to keep our respective wives happy. Okay, there we go. 
and uh, I find the key to it is is Scandinavian furniture, uh, and not no not Swedish, not IKEA. This is Saskatoon. We have not received full IKEA penetration into the prairies yet. I think it's kind of cool that Legal Shield got here before IKEA. That blows my mind. But uh, yeah, we right now it's midnight, and she is at home assembling something from Yisk is the sound that men make when we get dragged to that store. Yisk. Yisk. Uh, it's like something's caught in our throat. Uh, it's all the all the difficult assembly of Ikea without the funny names and the goofy instructions and the fun trip to the shop to get it. Uh, we're redoing the mud room. I don't know why you have a room just for mud. That's a thing I'd never had in Calgary. But she's putting together her brand new furniture as part of her birthday. Her birthday is on October 3rd, by the way, as well. So while one of the things I got her for her birthday is for me to be out doing a fundraiser for New Hope Dog Rescue. So there you go, honey. Happy birthday. Um, and that's really what this segment's about. It's it's just saying a quick happy birthday to my wife. Um, we've been married uh, ever since uh, we first got married, and it has been amazing. Uh, she has the capacity to just put up with so much bullshit. It is absolutely amazing. And still come through smiling and not beating me on the other side. So, you know, right now she's she's just got a bit of herself coming back to her now with Violet starting to go to preschool in the mornings. She's actually finding about two and a half hours of her day where there's not a screaming toddler or a screaming husband pulling on her leg and desperately wanting her attention. And I encourage her to do whatever the hell she wants with that time because uh, she deserves to get a little bit of it back. She's basically given us the last four years of her life outside of like one week where we let her go to Orlando uh, has been for the family. And even as I speak now, what she asked for for her birthday was Scandinavian Yisk furniture to make the house better for the family. So I, without getting really maudlin and, and mushy here on the podcast, for every joke I make about my wife, there's 10 other times I've looked at her and I've thought to myself, I can't believe you're still here. She really bailed me out of some difficult situations when we first started getting together. I've tested her trust and her love a little more than I'd like to admit. And she has always made me want to be a better man. Some days I succeed and some days I don't. But I tell you, I am a much better person today simply because she's involved in my life. So happy birthday, Melissa. I love you. Uh, we're going to get a second Melissa minute up here. Then I'm going to come back with a few ad reads. A little bit more of an update on what's coming up here in the next few weeks on the blog. or The, the podcast. Sorry, I used to do a blog. So I used to say blog all the time. Uh, but I'll be right back after uh, Melissa gives us another dose of sunshine and rainbows and happiness. Hey everyone, Melissa here with your Melissa Minute. So let's talk self-serve tills. Now I've seen a lot of posts on Facebook lately of people saying, hey, don't use self-serve tills. If we keep using self-serve tills, then all the cashiers are going to be without a job. Guess what? I personally love self-serve tills. And I'll tell you why I love self-serve tills. Number one, 
My items are scanned efficiently. They're bagged properly. I don't put heavy fucking cans on my Wonder Bread. So by the time I get home, my Wonder Bread is no longer Wonder Bread. It is literally a ball of dough. I do it quickly, efficiently, and my self-serve till doesn't talk about how on the weekends they were at this like awesome party and they got totally drunk and oh my god like it was so much fun we totally gotta do it again like it's like I'm not even there they don't greet me just them talking to the bag boy about how this awesome party was and the bag boy talking bag boy talking to them and they're not interacting with me at all like I'm your customer I understand you're standing here at the till all fucking day scanning people's items. But you know what? As a cashier, you need to interact with your customer. If you're not going to interact with your customer, I might as well be at a machine. Oh, guess what? They have those now. This is why I prefer self-serve tills. Because I know what I'm getting. I know I'm going to do it better than the fucking cashier and the bag boy. Half the time when I go to a cashier and a bag boy, I either end up with not enough bags and my groceries all jammed into a few bags so the bags are ripping or things are getting squished or it's a nightmare, or for some reason, I end up with a multitude of bags. It's like they literally put one item per bag, which I don't fucking understand. It's ridiculous. Now, don't get me wrong. If I know the cashier is a good cashier or they look like they might be a little bit more mature than the fucking teenager talking to the bag boy, then I will go to a cashier. One place that I actually prefer the cashiers over the self-serve tills is co-op. Now, I don't know what it is, guys. I don't know if it's because at co-op, they're a little older, a little more mature. I don't know what it is. But by the second that I start putting my groceries on the conveyor belt, they're engaging. Hi, how are you today? Did you find everything okay? Have any plans for the evening? You know, they're asking questions. Half the time, they'll even like talk about the items that I'm buying. Like if I'm buying almonds milk, they'll be like, oh, you know, I've never actually tried almond milk. Is it good? They're asking me questions. Now, I don't know if they're faking this or not, but they actually sound genuine. They're doing their fucking job. And the whole time they're talking to me, they're scanning my items. They're bagging my items. They're doing it quickly. They're doing it efficiently. They're using the proper amount of bags. They're not squishing my items. They're asking me questions too. Like, oh, did you want me to put your meat in a separate bag? Did you want me to, you know, um, put the dog food in a separate bag? Like they're asking me questions that is including me and in how they're bagging my items. Because you know what? I am the customer. These are my items. I'm paying for them. I don't mind going to cashiers at co-op, but until cashiers get their fucking head out of their ass and actually start doing their jobs properly? I'm sorry, guys, but self-serve all the fucking way. And this has been a Melissa Minute. Thanks for listening. 
I also love self-serve tills because they've been a staple of my act for maybe the last five years. It's one of the few bits that I still really enjoy doing. Well, I mean, I enjoy doing all my bits, but uh, it's one of the few things that I still really enjoy doing uh, in my set. So thank you very much, Melissa. A double shot of Melissa Murray here. I'm getting a, Half the reason is because uh, she's very popular and I'm putting more of her on the show. The other thing is some of her, her upcoming minutes uh, are very time-specific to the calendar year. So she's on time. She's actually way ahead in her recordings. And if I don't keep her recordings on schedule, then it's going to be weird if she starts talking about Halloween stuff in February. Um, want to tell you one more thing about the pod, uh, the podcast in general. I got to admit, it's been a real challenge for me to adjust. Um, the The podcast, to a degree, is is more about me learning to talk than you learning to listen. I hopefully will build myself an audience member in the weeks to come. Uh, but that doesn't stress me as much as the ability to finally speak my thoughts. And one thing I've noticed in doing the show for several weeks, first off, it's difficult speaking into nothing as a stand-up comedian. You're used to getting immediate feedback when you say something. Also, I noticed um, I've really put the handcuffs on in a lot of things. Uh, I work as a business development manager in an IT business, so I've got to be business professional there. Uh, Stand-up comedy, you know, I, I tend to do a lot of corporate shows. That tends to be a lot of happy, fluffy, bunny, not really cutting-edge, daring material. It's, you know, it's still very funny, but it's not uh, reckless. Um, Legal Shield, man, that's as serious as you're going to get, helping people defend their families for a low price. That's there's not a whole lot to joke about there. And... I have to always really watch my social media content. You never know when someone might be looking to see, hey, do I want to do some business with Matthew Murray on a day-to-day basis? Or do I want to hire him for stand-up comedy? So I go to MatthewMurray.ca and see his clips. Everything on my on my Twitter, on my Facebook is really carefully curated. And for every one message I've typed in there, there's probably two more that I've deleted. And this podcast is really just for me. So I'm going to pull the sensor off. Uh, in future episodes. If I've got a particularly strong opinion on something, whether it's uh, popular or not, I'm just going to lay it out. And that could be the anything from the Me Too movement to comedy to what I saw in the news to some idiot that cut me off. I'm just going to say my opinion on things. And I need to start gaining the ability to be all right with the fact that people are going to disagree with me. I think When someone disagreed with my fatty podcast, uh, it really struck me that very rarely do I ever have anyone come up after a comedy show and say, you know, I didn't really think that was appropriate what you said, or I I don't ever go into a business presentation and have someone say, yeah, I think, you know, that business presentation was really inappropriate. This is really my opinions and things that I want to say, and not everyone's going to agree with that, and I have to be okay with that. So... In future podcasts, the language may get a little more colorful. The Again, I'm going to try very hard to stay away from ranting old man world. But uh, it's going to get a little a little thicker. We're going to talk a little deeper. We're going to get a little heavier, and we're going to go from there. A couple ad reads here, guys. First off, I want to tell you about GRD Developments, your custom cabinetry specialists. This is an amazing company here in Saskatoon. Now, GRD Developments Incorporated, we build quality custom cabinetry for all areas of your home. Maurice, the founder of this of this proficient cabinet building company, found his calling and love for carpentry at a very young age. He developed his skill under the assistance and guidance of his father, and at the age of 14, Maurice started his work of framing and building homes. 
This skill became passion when he entered into the world of cabinet building. Eventually, Maurice gained immense popularity as a custom cabinet builder. With 33 years of experience, GRD Developments Incorporated has been marked for its prompt customer service, attention to detail, quality cabinetry, and renovation services. GRD Developments is different because you will only deal with Maurice every step of the way. Professional and creative designs will add a touch of elegance to your dream home. Creating customized spaces in our area is our area of expertise. Premium quality services for kitchen renovation in Saskatoon is an enormous reason to choose a professional building renovation company like GRD Developments. They're constantly ranked one of the top three custom cabinet shops in Saskatoon with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. So please check them out online at grddevelopments.com or you can give them a call at 306-975-0107. That's grddevelopments.com. I sincerely recommend them. Great people have always given us uh, no-nonsense advice and they're a great Saskatoon-based business. Second one I'm going to mention is Dogwood, which is spelled kind of funky. It's all one word, D-O-G, capital W-O-U-L-D, like a dogwood. Dogwood. They're at dogwood.weebly.com. Dogwood truly believes that humans and dogs have cohabitated since long before recorded history. This connection is constantly evolving, especially in our present society. Having a dog in your family should be a meaningful relationship. Living with a well-behaved, well-balanced dog can be a benefit to your health. If you and your dog aren't sharing the same path, aren't seeing eye to eye, or aren't communicating clearly, Dogwood can help you get back on track, improve your life for yourself and for your dog. Dogwood offers group dog coach owner dog all dog dig dog. Let's try that again. They wrote it great. I just read it terribly. Dogwood offers group dog owner coaching, training classes. Premium pet care with pet and house sitting, puppy selection slash dog adoption advisement, pack therapy, and good canine role models. When you contact them to outline your specific concerns, they'll suggest appropriate solutions and or suitable packages or refer, refer you to another trainer who's maybe a better fit uh, if your needs differ. And, and that's the mark of a good dog trainer. They're going to be very honest about what they can and can't do for you. We only trust Dogwood Services with Susie. Whenever we travel out of town and we need to leave uh, Susie behind, we only leave them in the care of Dogwood. So please check them out. Dogwood, D-O-G-W-O-U-L-D dot Weebly, W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. Dogwood dot Weebly dot com. They are a phenomenal service and highly recommended. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thanks very much for tuning in as we get all caught up here on the Monday morning uh, Monday uh, mornings, Matthew. Man, it is definitely late. I am I am low on soylent. I've had only liquid energy for the last three days, and I got to tell you, I'm a little run down. Putting that Scandinavian furniture together is uh, is a bit. It, it takes a bit out of you when you got to connect the moof and snort to the twisty clock. It is uh, it is a challenge. So I'm gonna go and see if the missus has uh, finished putting up the delightful. Uh, it, check it out. Once we got it all set up, I'll put up a photo on uh, on our Facebook page. Uh, that's Facebook slash Comic Matt Murray. Uh, some beautiful new pieces. Again, happy birthday to Melissa, and thank you very much for covering half my show this week. Next week, a lot edgier, a lot stronger, a lot spicier. We're going to get uh, a little more real. But uh, Monday mornings with Matthew Murray, thanks so much to these regular listeners who are still the regular listeners. 
Uh, good to be back. Missed you guys. Talk to you again soon.